Today on the show... John was the Adventures in Opinions representative at SonicCon. What's the best place to start listening to Adventures in Odyssey? All that and more, this time on Adventures in Opinions. So, you went to SonicCon. I did. How was your time there? It was really fun. Uh, I drove about 1,200 miles there and 1,200 miles home, but I think it was worth it. I got to listen to some master classes about writing, directing, and acting in audio dramas. I got mm-hmm. to meet a bunch of cool people. Who all did you meet? Well, first I met Michael LaFaver of AIO Audio News. Uh-huh, yeah. And the and AIO Wiki fun, podcast. Of course. And then uh, later that night, I met Katie Lee and Kimmy Robertson. And then I also met John Fornoff, who used to write for the show and now writes for various other audio dramas. I think he works on Lamplighter Theater. I've heard his name on there. He also works on The Extraordinary Adventures of G.A. Henty. Oh, yeah, those are good. And uh, Jonathan Park. There's one called The Adventum he also works on. Mm, yeah, I haven't and, heard The Adventum. Yeah, unfortunately, Odyssey lost a great writer. But he's doing a lot of good work on other audio dramas, too, now, so that's good. It's a win-lose situation. Yeah. So I think and I then, saw oh, a sorry. picture of your wood-burned Adventures in Odyssey logo, and did some people sign it? Yeah, so in 2017, which was the 30th anniversary of Adventures in Odyssey, I had gotten some wood-burning stuff and wood-burned the Odyssey logo into a piece of wood, like made a plaque, and I thought it would always—I always thought it would be cool to get that signed by people who work on Odyssey and actors and stuff. So I brought four that years with, later. Four years later, drove out to Liberty and brought that with, and so I got Katie Lee, Kimmy Robertson, Phil Lawler, and John Fornoff to all sign that. And <laughs> Katie Lee actually took a picture of the plaque and put it on her Facebook page. Oh, I think that's how I saw it. I think, yeah, I think I saw she put a picture of it up online somewhere. Yeah, she was like, I don't know what this is, a cutting board maybe, but whatever it is, (laughs) I signed it. (laughs) So that was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, I remember seeing it and I was like, oh, that's John's Woodburn Adventures in Odyssey plaque. Yeah, it was... Really cool meeting all all of them out there. And then I was also able to meet Phil Lawler on Sunday after they did the Fort Blanket review where him, Katie Lee and Kimmy Robertson all performed the like a stage version of the episode Search for a Sunflower. Oh, and so a new live was, episode, basically. Yeah, kind of. So basically, uh, Katie Lee and Kimmy Robertson obviously did their voices, and then Phil Lawler did uh, Don Polehouse, Sam, and Jacques Henri, which was pretty funny. So you would say it was 
worth it, the drive and the ticket price. Yeah, I'd, I think it was worth it. I paid about, with with the ticket for the SonicCon, and then the they did a concert for Animaniacs, which I, I don't know anything about, but I went to the concert because it seemed interesting. So I think altogether it was about $150 for that stuff. Mm-hmm. tickets so i think it was a good deal there were with the master classes and the yeah sessions with all the people who work in audio drama and specifically adventures and odyssey and then you just stayed with some friends at liberty yeah i have some cousins and friends who go to liberty so i was able to kill two two birds with one stone i Got to go to SonicCon and see some people I haven't seen for a few months, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Are you planning on going next year? I'm not sure what the next year will hold, but if possible, I would love to go. It really does sound like a fun convention. Yeah, a lot of it. The first night, a lot of the first night was just me and Michael walking around, and Michael pulling out his phone and asking people if he could record a clip of them for AIO Audio News. I'm here with John Tuttle III. Hello, John. Hello. Yeah, and so um, what's, I guess we'll walk around here. Right now it is 4.44 p.m., which is um, Bethany's flood, actually, so I'm sad I remember that episode number. But And he released yeah. the first part of that, but he has not released the second round of clips from the latter half of the weekend so yeah, he still has waiting. to do that okay so at sonic con you might meet a few people who've never listened to adventures and odyssey but we're just there because they listen to other audio dramas if you were to recommend to start listening to adventures and odyssey where would you give them as a starting point because there are over 70 albums so that's quite overwhelming to someone who's never heard an episode. Yeah, I think well, the simple answer is album one, but a lot of people probably wouldn't want to listen to 900 plus episodes to get caught up Yeah, on Odyssey. So um, one place I would suggest is starting with Novacom because first off you get to start out with the best, in my opinion, Arc of Odyssey, and that would kind of throw you into the story and get you to care about the characters right off the bat. Hmm. And then also that is kind of the beginning of one of an, the... An era of Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah, it kind of starts an era there, post-Novacom, and then from there until... Album 50 is are some of my favorite episodes. Hmm. So while I would disagree that Novacom is the best arc, I would still say... Well, it's okay. If you're throwing... You can be wrong. <laughs> if you're throwing someone into one of the best arcs, then once they start hearing normal episodes after that, will they be bored? I don't think so. I think I don't think Odyssey is boring, but that those ones are 
of a distinctly more adventurous and higher stakes yeah, than because that normal would, episodes. I was just saying that could give them an idea that Adventures in Odyssey is all like Novacom, and then when they get into like the normal slice of life episodes, then that might be a bit of a surprise. Yeah, that is possible. Another one would be album 28, Welcome Home. Wit gets back, because that's definitely the start of an era of Odyssey, mm, yeah. where Wit is back from Israel, and now voiced by Paul Herlinger. And we have a new set of kids in Odyssey. Yeah. That's yeah. another place that is that would be easy to start in. Well, relatively easy compared to just mm. any random album. Yeah. So I would agree that album one is probably the ideal place to start. And fifty one is also a good spot because it's the latest sort of restart of the show. It's the most yeah. recent time that they kind of rethought it and started new storylines completely. So And I think that's, that's yeah. I think that's what the Odyssey team intended album fifty one to be. It it was kind of like, yes, people have listened to this for twenty some years, but we can also kind of reset the show and bring in some new characters and introduce them so it's easier to get into for the modern mm, episodes. Yeah. Which also is why a lot of people, ironically, it's why a lot of people who listen to the original episodes do not like newer Odyssey because the shift from album 50 to album 51 was kind of jarring for a lot of people. Yeah, they just kind of, it seems like they just kind of dropped some storylines and completely restarted probably the hardest restart that they've had. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I still don't think that was the best way they could have done it because I would have liked to see, like, the, the future story. of Kelly or, yeah, yeah, the Strasbergs' marriage after the arc with Mandy and her parents and a lot of stories, Grady and yeah. different things like that. Yeah, I'm... I miss Grady. Another good spot to start listening that they recommend on adventuresinodyssey.com. I wouldn't have thought to say this, but expect the unexpected. I think the only thing that wouldn't be so good for starting there is you start in the middle of the Rydell saga with the Gooden people in there randomly. But other than that, it puts you into modern Adventures in Odyssey and you can pretty quickly catch up to current episodes. Yeah, from there, it's you're kind of thrown into, middle, into the middle of that storyline, and you also have to get used to some of the characters, but obviously I guess that's what you'd have to do with yeah. any part um, of the show. But Another way to do it, which is kind of how I got into Adventures in Odyssey, was just a one of those collection albums that just have random episodes in them that kind of 
fit together with sort of similar themes or similar kinds of stories or something, then it gives yeah, you... Yeah, those are um, good. Yeah, it gives you episodes from all the eras, and you get to know the different characters. But one problem with that is I remember not realizing that there were actual character arcs. I just thought random characters appeared in each episode, and then there were a few <laughs> characters that remained the same, like Wit and Connie and Eugene. But other than that, everyone just came for a couple episodes and then left. Well, that's how the first couple albums were with characters yeah. you see once and then never appear again. But yeah, but I was fortunately like thinking, I was thinking like Grady was like that, and then Penny. When I heard on the official podcast, they released Happy Hunting for free, and I heard that, and it was kind of a weird seeming episode to me. But anyway, if only Penny was. Only in one episode. <laughs> Do you have any more closing thoughts about where to start listening or about SonicCon? Um, I don't think so, other than come to SonicCon 22, 20, come to SonicCon 2022 if you can. I'll try, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Send any thoughts, questions, snarks, conundrums, disagreements to questions at aioopinions.com now that we're recording these shorter episodes we're able to give a little preview to the next episode and so next time on the show here's the preview so jay buck and jewels what were your thoughts with the conclusion of Olivia's faith arc with the lost one. Worrying and getting super scared because if Olivia's gonna go to hell or something. My prediction was right. Not the writers trying to downplay the, the weirdness of the episode. It doesn't seem like evil. It still seems like a weird rebellious thing to do. Getting a bit dark for eight-year-olds there. And until next time, we're John and Jay for Adventures in Opinions. Come to SonicCon 2022 if you can. I'll try. But, um, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I told you you can use a rowboat and come across <laughs> the ocean. And I told you that would take like four months or something. So I guess if I started rowing now, I'd get there on time. Yeah, I told you to row faster. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>